We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it and its ability to transform, the Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same, and love. Love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant. Get ready for a transformation. The word vision is from the Latin or the Greek word meaning visio, and it means something seen in the imagination or in the supernatural. There are different synonyms for the word vision. You can talk about creativity, you can talk about imagination, you can talk about you know the ability to see in what the physical eyes cannot see. So when I talk about vision, I need to also quickly very establish you, I mean establish very quickly rather that there are different forms of vision. Your physical eyes, you also use it to see. And as a matter of fact, it's for vision and purposes, for you to be able to see. Then you have what is called the eyes of the mind, and you also have what is then called the eyes of the spirit. I don't think I need to say to us this morning that when I'm talking about the power of vision, I'm not talking about the ability of your physical eyes to see in anything, because the physical eyes cannot imagine anything. It is the eyes of your mind, you know, that imagine things and that transports that, you know, to your physical eyes. As a matter of fact, before your physical eyes can behold it, you would have at one point or another, you know, been able to conceive the same thing through the eyes of the mind. So you have what is the eyes of the mind, you have what is the eyes of the spirit. The eyes of the spirit is the ability for you to see in God's plans and God's purposes for your life. As a matter of fact, it is through God's word, you be your, the eyes of your spirit begins to become sharpened. In other words, the word of the Lord sharpens our eyes of the spirit. The word of the Lord sharpens our eyes of the spirit. Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter number 3, starting from verse number 18. He says that uh, 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 um, as we behold, you know, in a mirror, it says that we are also being transfigured. We are also being changed, you know, into the same glory that we are beholding in a mirror. Why? Because through the word of the Lord, the eyes of your own understanding the eyes of your spirit becomes enlightened you are able to see you know what god desires for you so god has a vision god has a vision you know for the world and for humans hallelujah glory to jesus and by vision yet again i do not mean physical sight but i mean the eyes of the mind as captured by the eyes of the spirit i think we should set that as the definition by vision, according to this teaching series, I do not mean your physical eyes, okay? I'm not talking about your physical eyes or your physical sight, but I'm talking about the eyes of the mind as captured by the eyes of the spirit. In other words, I'm saying that for you who is in Christ, it's not sufficient for the eyes of your mind to capture things. It needs to be captured first by the eyes of your spirit then transformed into the or transported rather into the eyes of your mind then the eyes of your mind begins to work on that until your physical eyes behold what the eyes of the spirit revealed what the eyes of the mind captured and what your physical eyes can then see again i just want to reiterate that by vision i do not mean physical sight but the eyes of the mind as captured by the eyes of the spirit. 
by godly vision I'm talking about the eyes of the mind as captured by the eyes of the spirit please keep this at the back of your mind so God has a vision for the world he has a vision for humans everything you see on earth they are a function of God's vision of how things should be when he created heaven and earth God had a vision in mind in other words the God you serve is so much such a visionary that he's able to see things you know in the spirit and in the mind before he began to cause them to be if you go back to the book of creations in the book of Genesis you will see from Genesis chapter number 1 Bible says that the earth was without form and void there was nothing there was absolutely nothing Genesis chapter number 1 from verse number 1 he says the spirit of the Lord was hovering over the face of the deep everything was bland there was nothing but you know what God had a, a, a vision in mind as to this world he wanted to create what that world should look like and let me also say this right now. I don't want to jump the gun, but I just need to establish it. That by vision also, I'm not talking about dreams. Some of you have not grown to understanding that dream is not a synonym for vision. Okay, now let me help you understanding a little bit. When you talk about dreams, dreams would always be just about you. But when we are talking about vision, when a man captures a vision, he's captured something that is extended beyond him. Dream is yours, vision is for others. Dream is yours, vision is your gift to the world or to the people. So in vision, you have value creation. It is the you that you want to be able to gift others. You can have a dream are to be the best medical doctor in the world as far as it revolves just around you me myself and i it remains in the circumference of a dream but when you begin to you know envision things like you know you want to build the best hospital in the city you want to build you want to be the best medical doctor you want to be the best neurosurgeon and you want to be able to begin to civilize or create a foundation or do things you know that extends into the lives of others you are beginning to walk in in the path of vision let me let you understand, kingdom influencers, that the Lord didn't create us, you know, just for the sake of creating us. And he didn't create us to just have a dream. Because what the Lord had was not a dream. What he had was a vision. So back to the book of Genesis now, there was nothing anywhere. But based on what the eyes of the mind of the father had captured, through the eyes of the spirit, he was able to then begin to call those things the be not as though they were. And Bible says, and the Lord said, let there be light. And that was light. Before he could say, let there be light, he had envisioned that the world is going to be painted. It's going to be in this particular face or in, the, in this particular design. So those things he had seen, he had captured in his mind through the help of the spirit, what is happening? He began to then call those things forth. 
He began to then call those things forth. Did you know that Jesus' presence on the face of the earth was part of God's vision for humanity? See, to rise above limit, to live a life of legacy on earth, you need to have much more than a dream. You must be a person of vision. Isn't it so amazing that while God, you know, was capturing his own vision, he had you in mind because you're actually part of the Lord's vision. That was why Jesus, that was one of the reasons why Jesus went on the cross. Hallelujah. So when the world and the things in it were being formed, God had a vision in mind. When he said, now, let us make man in our image after our likeness. You would see that it, nothing, it, it, they were not done shabbily. They were not done just for the sake of just being done. No, it, it, God was intentional about the things he was doing. And now he was doing the things that he was doing. Glory to God. When he said, now, let us make man in our own image after our likeness. The Lord had a vision in mind. When he gave man the right to have dominion over the things he created, he had a vision in mind. Because in the vision, you know, as captured, you know, by the mind through the help of the spirit, he did not want the animals to be your God. He didn't want them to be the ones ruling over you. The vision he had in mind was this one that I've created in my own image should be the one who would lead the parks. And Bible says, and he gave charge and said that we should take up dominion. When God wiped off man from the face of the earth, he did that because what man was doing was not in consonance with the vision he had. See, I'm just, I'm building a foundation. I just needed to just continue to follow me. When God wiped off, wiped off everything that he created, he wiped off everything he created simply because what he was seeing, they were not in consonance with the vision he had. When God gave Jesus to the world, he had a vision. When Jesus himself died on the cross, he died for a cause. He had a vision. Bible tells us in the book of Hebrews, he says that, he says that who for the joy that was set before him, Bible says he endured the cross, despising the shame. He had a vision in mind. When Jesus resurrected, that was also still part of God's vision. Everything the Lord created and everything the Lord did, he did them from the perspective of a vision. Nothing was half as hard. When he created you, there was a vision in mind. When he molded you, after his own likeness, he had a vision. When he gave you the gift of the Spirit, the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, John chapter number 13, 14, 15, 16, he had a vision in mind. The vision in mind of for, the, for that is to have someone on earth who would carry, embodies, or carry everything that Jesus himself carried. The power of vision. Man's life will only begin to make sense when man learns to align his desires with God's vision. Did you hear that? Man's life 
will only begin to make sense when manna begins to align his desires with God's vision. Man's life will only begin to make sense when man learns to begin to align his desires with God's visions. Because the one who created you, see, he had a vision in mind. And the question you perhaps may want to ask yourself is, if God took a look at you right now, is your life in perfect conformity or will to the vision of you he had in mind? The power of vision. Everything you see, everything, they came as a result of someone's vision. Subsequently, maybe in part two or part three, I'll begin to teach you or share with you how you can generate godly visions. And I need to also say this, that my focus for the teaching is godly vision. Because people also have visions for destruction. You have demonic visions and all. People have visions as to maybe how many people they can kill or to institutionalize or to establish the kingdom of the forces of darkness and recruit more people into the force. That may be someone's vision. Actually, that's actually the devil's vision. So everything you find on earth, everything that we are doing, we are all actually living a vision. It's either God's or the devil's. There is no middle ground. Because a man actually does not have a vision of this, so to say. So if God looks down right now and he says, when I created X, I had a vision in mind. Do you then think he can then say concerning you that your life is in perfect conformity to the vision of you? he had because we saw from the scripture in the book of Genesis chapter number 6 actually from chapter number 5 Genesis chapter 5 chapter 6 chapter 7 we saw that God brought destruction on the face of the earth why all that was happening they were not in conformity with the vision the Lord had in mind see vision is so powerful so compelling it has the capacity to lead man's life aright all you need to do all you need to do is just be able to grab it. My life is the way it is simply because I've caught a vision. Glory to Jesus. I've caught a vision. It's easy for you to know a man walking in vision and a man not walking in vision. You would see the result by the, by the way they do things, by the things they do and how they do the things that they do. Have you caught a vision? Is there a vision in your life? Is there a vision for your life? Are you living your life according to a vision? I mean, have you received that from the spirit realm? Has it been transported into your human mind? What vision the Lord desires you to make your life about? A man dreams may die with him when he dies. But a man who walks in vision and who fulfills vision leaves a legacy behind when he dies. A man's dream may die with him when he dies. But a man who's caught a vision, a godly vision, and leaves that vision while he was on earth, you know, leaves a legacy behind. 
God's got a vision for every man on earth. He has an expectation. He formed you. He created you because he had a vision in mind. I don't know how best to really break this down, but kingdom influences, what I'm saying is, your life the way it is, there is a you the Lord has in mind. You getting it? There is a you the Lord has in mind. It created you because he had a vision in mind. So you are actually not just anybody, but you are actually an integral part of God's grand vision on earth. What a joy. What a joy. To know that I'm very relevant huh, to God's vision for mankind on earth. What a joy. In other words, you are extremely very valuable to God's grand design, the grand scheme of things for God on earth. So that's why, Sheila, he has given you everything he has given you and created you the way he has created you such that when you catch the vision, you can then begin to walk in it and align it to his own vision. Because, see, listen, I was leading this prayer also this morning during the ministers, I mean, um, the volunteers prayer meeting. The goal is not me. I'm not the goal. Jesus is the goal. The focus is not me. I'm not the focus. Anything that I do, anything that a believer does, the focus is not the believer. Matthew chapter number 5, 13 to 16, that we started the service with, you are the light of the world. A city set upon a hill cannot be hid. He then says in 16, let your light therefore shine, so shine before men that they may see your good works and give glory to who? Your father in heaven, not the glory to you. What a joy to know that I'm actually an integral part of God's grand design in the scheme of things on earth. That he considers me very useful, very relevant. But before I can step into that reality, I need to have caught the vision first. And the vision can only be caught by the help of the Spirit. Many of you still think that life is about you. That's why you're not producing results as you should. I caught it. I caught it as far back as 2005. I caught it. I knew, I knew that the entirety of my being ah, should be pointing to Jesus. Then you know what, what he does? The moment the Lord knows that yes, your life now, you've caught the vision, the eyes of your understanding has been enlightened. He then begins to dump all sorts of ideas, ingenuity, creativity. He begins to work on your mind, begins to give you ideas, tells you things to do. Everything working together in perfect conformity to his vision. Everything the Lord created and did, he did from the perspective of a vision. Little wonder Paul says in 1 Peter chapter number 2, verse 9 to 10. 1 Peter chapter number 2, verse 9 to 10. 1 Peter 2, 9 to 10. He says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, 
a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. The praise is not for me. It's still part of God's grand vision. Say, a believer's life's focus is not the believer. The believer is a tool. The believer is an avenue. Everything. You have a business empire. You've got an idea. You've got a skill. You've got a qualification. You've gone to school. You're working. Anything a believer does, everything should be connecting everything and everyone back onto Christ because Jesus is the goal. The power of vision. Godly vision is a divinely inspired idea or thought. A compelling and motivating force geared towards value creation, bettering the lives of the people and influencing societies for the kingdom. I wrote that down as I received it. Let me take that again. Godly vision is a divinely inspired idea or thought. Compelling and motivating in nature. Geared toward number one, value creation and bettering the lives of the people and influencing societies for the kingdom. Godly vision is a divinely inspired idea of thought, compelling and motivating. First, geared toward value creation, bettering the lives of the people and influencing society for the kingdom. Why is there a lofty height Christian center? Because God dropped a vision in someone's heart. See the result of the vision. Every godly vision does two things. Transforms lives and influences society. You know why there is so much chaos on the face of the earth? Because of lack of vision. To change the world or alter its narrative, you've got to have a vision. The problem though is, it appears the vision of the forces of darkness and people of the underworld, it appears that they are stronger and more concerted than those who have caught actually godly vision. Facebook runs with a vision. Instagram, WhatsApp, all those, TikTok, all those things. The moment you begin to create values with it and it attempting to transform lives either negatively or positively and influencing the way people do things and what they do, it's a vision. So the people of the underworld, they are using their own demonic visions or ideas to control the narratives of the world. How man should think, how man should act, what man should do. And in case you don't know, it is the reason why the greatest of the forces the devil uses is actually the force of technology, of media. They are trying to transform your life. They are trying to influence the society. And don't we see the society already being influenced? The power of vision. As I begin to wrap up this Sunday morning for this first part, let's see very quickly what godly vision does. What does a godly vision do? When a man catches it, what does he do? See, 
I don't think a man has begun to live until a man catches a vision. I'm sorry to say, this time around, either negatively or positively, every one of influence that you know, or they had a vision or they have a vision, transformation of life will be there. Value creation will be there. Influence in society will be there. This is also the reason why the greatest of the celebrities you'll find on earth, they are artists. They are musicians. They are creating values. Oh. They are transforming people's lives whatever way they want to, they choose to. And they are dictating the influence how the world should run as a result of it. So what godly vision does or why you need a vision? Number one, it is the distinction between a success and a failure. That is when the vision is ex executed. Do you know that for your career you, you've got to have a vision? Again, I would say there are elements that must be present for you to describe something or an idea as a vision. Number one is value creation. Number two is transformation of life. Number three is their capacity to influence the society. If you have these three, if you have these three in mind, um, you've got a vision. And as we begin to run these things right now, think about Lofty Heights Christian Center that you belong to. Value is being created here. You're able to come to church. Transformation of life is taking place here. Society is being influenced here because the people of the world see the things we do and how we do the things that we do. As you think about vision too, continue to also think about the life of Jesus. What a man of vision. What a man of vision. What a man of vision. Anyone who indeed wants to be great must begin consciously choose to live their lives beyond themselves. Until you consciously choose to make sure that your life is actually beyond you. You've not begun to live. Number two, vision gives direction. It creates focus and it creates purpose. Vision gives direction. It creates focus and purpose. What do I mean by that? You would see that, for example, a man walking in a vision. See, if the force of what you caught in the spirit, if it is strong enough, and your human mind, according to Romans chapter number 12, has been transformed. Whenever anything appears or is going on in your life that is not in conformity with what you've received, you will know. And you can strike it. People lack focus because they lack vision. Again, God, Yahweh, wiped off everything on the face of the earth. Why? Because what was going on was not in conformity with the vision he had in mind.
So when you wake up in the morning and you don't know what to do, career-wise, there is no direction. Marital-wise, there is no direction. It's because you lack a vision. You've not caught it yet. That's why. See, vision, in that definition that I give, it, it's compelling in nature. It wakes you up from your sleep. You know, one of the things vision does, you dream, you talk, you speak, you eat, you dine, you eat, you drive, you do everything in conformity to the vision in your heart. Why? Because vision creates a picture. That picture, for it to be perfect, can only be found in the scripture. When a man takes a scripture and begins to picture what the scripture says, say for example, I'm the light of the world, a city set upon a hill that cannot be hid. That's a scripture. You begin to see the picture. It creates a vision for you. That's what I'm talking about. So when people are aimless in life, no direction, no purpose, it's actually because they've not caught a vision. They've not seen anything. Do you know every day of my life I'm busy? I've got a vision. Actually, I've got visions. Parenting, there should be a vision. You're a parent under the sound of my voice. You've got to have a vision. Such that when the society wants to begin to influence your children, to begin to say nasty things, things they should not say, or begin to act the way they should not act, the vision, the picture of the vision you have in your mind will tell you, no, this is not my desire for my children. And you can correct them. No, we don't say that here. Yeah, go, 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 kids. And they'll be stomping their feet. If, if, if that aligns with your vision, that's beautiful. vision you are a single sister you are a single brother under the sound of my voice before you begin to chase the sister in skirt before you begin to chase the brother and begin to look after the brother have you got a vision for your home you know why so many homes are in disarray there is no vision people have no idea of what their home should actually look like You see this sister, yellow, in skirt. You see this brother, tall, dark, and handsome, six packs. You're, you're, you're focusing on the, on the packaging and the container without the content. It's because you lack vision. Vision will teach you, will tell you, uh, that though the con container is important, the content is even much more important than the container. There is so much chaos in the world, in, the, in people's lives, in homes, in institutions across the globe because there is no vision. When you get to a place, a society where things are being done after sadly, you get to a place where there is no structure, there is no process, there is no system, it's because the person who sits on top of it lacks vision. In lofty height, there is a way things need to be done. When things are not being done the way God showed me, I tell the people, no, you don't try that around here. We don't do that. Because I've got a vision. Vision is compelling. It will turn the trajectory of your life around forever for good. You will never wake up one day in your life and begin to ask yourself, so what's my life about? 
When you continue to ask such questions, you've not caught a light yet. There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. As we lift our hands in praise, it's you that we see. It's you that we see. They were looking for Jesus, his mother and the siblings. He said to them, shouldn't you know that I'm going to be about my father's business. First Corinthians chapter number 2 from verse number 1. Paul speaking to the churches in Corinth. When I came to you, I desire to know no man according to the flesh. Except Jesus and him crucified. It's because he has a vision. See, vision, I'm running right now because of time. Vision creates a goal for man. I beseech you, brethren, by the message of the Lord, you've got to have visions for critical areas of your life. Before I got married, I created values, values that my home will be lived by. Many of you would have heard me share this before. When I met my wife, before we got one, even before we began serious dating or courting, I took her through from Genesis to Revelation, every scripture in the Bible that talks about relationship. There is a vision. When, you have, when a man has vision, you won't take all sort of nonsense. There are certain things that will not stand before you. Because it's not in perfect conformity with the picture that you have. But where everything goes, it's a proof of lack of vision. Where we can do the way we want and nobody cares, it's a proof of lack of vision. When we began to look for facility for the church... It's so, that's why I could tell you that vision is very compelling. MJ, you were away at that period. My people, they've caught the vision of this ministry and that of the man of God such that when we got to a particular facility, all of them, when I say all, I mean everybody. Joshua, Dami Muhammad, brother, everybody who went to that facility said, no, pastor, no. No. For this church, we cannot do this one. Because they've caught it. It's your responsibility as a parent to make sure that your children, they catch the vision of what parenting and what their home should look like. You don't say yes to every demand if it's not in conformity with your vision. Teach them that it is wrong to come to daddy. Daddy says no. Then they goes behind and goes to say mommy. The power of vision. See, this teaching that I'm taking right now, this is deliberate. For those of you who really do not know, the moment Festival of Grace or anniversary is done as a ministry, me have entered into the new year. So this teaching, this series right now, the power of vision, is to help all of you, each and every one of us, to begin to prepare our minds, spirit, soul, and body towards 2022. Do you have a vision for that year? When this year was started, I'm telling you, vision creates a goal. I had it all mapped out. A man who works in visions understands what is worth his energy and what is not worth his energy. You don't say yes to every dog that barks at you. Be 
Because you're walking in vision. And need I say this morning very quickly, that vision, the presence of it, it prevents chaos. The world is so chaotic because there is no vision. The part of the world where I came from, do you know why that nation or why that part of the world is the way it is? The leaders, the lack of vision. There is no picture in their mind of what those nations should look like. A godly person, a leader who understands vision has not arisen. The ones who have arisen, they've killed them, they've shot them, or they do not have the resources to get to that level where they can influence the society. See, after me, I'm not the goal. The goal is not me. It is Christ. I'm not the vision. The vision is not me. The vision is Christ. In summary this morning, how do you want to be remembered? How do you want to be remembered? Someone who walks in vision leaves a legacy behind. I'm not afraid of death. And I know death can only come to me at the time God says. But I know if God takes me home today, some of you, till God calls you home too, you will never forget Wale Tejumade in your life. Because Wale Tejumade chose to catch the vision and run with the vision. What do you want to be remembered for? What legacy do you want to leave behind? What is that thing that needs to go out of you and influence the society, transform the world, or create a value? How do you want to be remembered? I'm not talking about being good. I'm talking about influencing society. That's what I'm talking about. What's the value you're creating? The power of vision. Have you begun to see life and to live actually beyond you? Some of you right now under the sound of my voice, everything you've been doing so far, maybe the youngest person here, maybe say they're about 18 years old. From age one up until this level, your life has just been all about you. When do you want to begin? Through the help of the Spirit, catch a light, transport it into your mind, and begins to live your life according to the things that you've caught. When do you want to begin to live? Until a man catches a godly vision and begins to run it, he hasn't begun to live. Rise up on your feet this morning. Come and celebrate Jesus if you may. Next week, Sunday, listen, you see, this series is not a series, I, I say series, but I'm sorry if I'm dumping series on you. That was not the original intention. But the, thing, the truth is, this is not something teaching that anybody should miss. Especially as you're preparing towards the year 2022. Next week, Sunday, if Jesus tarries, I'm going to be teaching us how to generate visions or how vision comes. All that I've shared this morning right now, some of you have been wondering, so how do I then begin to catch this? You will get to understand that next week Sunday. All eyes closed, all eyes bowed. In lofty heights, we don't like bringing a services to a close without giving someone an opportunity to have a relationship with the Lord. You're under the sound of my voice. You're not saved. Would you please 
close your eyes and say this after me. Dear Father, I thank you for your word that has gone forth to me this morning. I repent of my sins. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Please save me. Make me yours. I believe you died and I believe you rose. Give me a vision. Open my eyes. Open my heart. And let me begin to live according to your will. In Jesus' name. Amen. We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you. We honor you and we celebrate you.